Another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're your host, hosts Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Well, um, it's good. It's it's July 6th, 2023. We're on Finger season check four. after the 4th of July. Finger check. check. Everyone's checked for digits yeah. after the 4th of July. We're on episode number 34. Tonight is a songs edition. We're going to do an album review, talk about some music. And then, Andy, you're going to get the listeners up to speed with some concerts, tours, and special upcoming music New events. A whole bunch of fun stuff. A lot of a lot of stuff. Now, this will be a good one. You know, Andy, we've been doing this. Uh, this is our 161st album review. Okay. And uh, we're going to do a little Led Zeppelin tonight. Right. Now, what's what's their... Uh, you know, their most big, famous album is, is Led Zeppelin 4. We've never done right. it. We've done a Zeppelin before, right. haven't we? We've done other Zeppelin, yep. Okay. Houses of the Holy. That's the one. Yeah, we've done uh, Led okay. Zeppelin 3, some of the other uh, deeper albums. But I was going through my list and saw we never did Led Zeppelin 4. So I think there's no better time than the present to knock this one off the list. Because this is regarded by many people as a top, uh, top five, top ten rock albums of all time in anyone's list yeah so here we go let's bring up a little uh, album cover here led zeppelin four it's not really essentially officially never called four but they had to call it something right they had to call it something so this album came out fourth studio album by english rock band led zeppelin it's commonly known as led zeppelin four released in 1971 on Atlantic Records. Now, they had a they rented out this space to record this at a at the setting, the informal setting at the Headley Grange um, location in England. Um, really inspired the band allowing them to try some different arrangements of material and create songs in various styles. Uh, this was kind of out in the country, so this will tie back into some of the songs later after the band's previous album called Led Zeppelin 3 received lukewarm reviews from critics. They decided their fourth would officially be untitled and would be represented instead by four symbols chosen by each member of the band without featuring the name or any other details on the cover. So for those uh, new uh, in the music business or the rock and roll or the 70s music, you know, there's no there's no title on this. There's no it doesn't say Led Zeppelin on the album. It doesn't say anything. Just now, they've, got the, they've got the four symbols we've all seen before, but we'll get into that in a second. They wanted to do something a little different. They wanted to, to mix it up after Led Zeppelin 3, which I like. I like Led Zeppelin 3. Got some lukewarm reviews. Now, this uh, this was in London at the, I mean, in, at, at Heedley Grange. And so I thought this was interesting. Now, Andy, I was a big fan. You know, for many people, this Led Zeppelin four album uh, was one of the was in many t- in, uh, in many terms the the album that turned people on to uh, rock music. Right. If you weren't into it before, now you had an older brother that you were yep. listening to stuff long before us, and yep. so I got into it, of course, late. Led Zeppelin four was the first you know Zeppelin album I ever ever bought, and um, went on to buying. And I own all the rest uh, because of that. So they recorded at this. Oh, yeah. What was it like then for you? So did you have the preceding other albums? Um, um, I got the, uh, well, I think it's safe to say, I think uh, the time has lapsed. 
the albums that he got from Columbia House and recorded at the tape real quick and sent the album back. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I heard it on tape. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't have the album cover still anymore, but I had the tapes for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. You know, they they went out to Healy Grange, which is a country house, a country house in Hampshire, England, and and got together using the using Ian Stewart with assisting. Uh, he was the roll Rolling Stones guy. You know, yep. engineer um, Andy Johns and, and Ian Stewart. And he had just got done working on the Sticky Fingers album with the Rolling Stones. Said, hey, we want to mix it up. We want to do a thing, do something a little different on here, have some different sound uh, out in the country. And so what I've got is instead of just listing the track listing on this one, um, there's a little paragraph on each one. And I'll, I'll pick a, a sentence or two of each one. And you can feel right. free to jump in, Andy, with what you've got in your uh, right. research or your back bad uh background your your background uh yeah. side one black dog it starts off one of the better songs on the uh, album i never did know what that song was about what it was named after black dog it turns out um, this was the name of the dog that hung around the the recording location the cottage that they were staying in yep i didn't uh, uh know that but uh that's what it really was uh, what about uh Rock and Roll, the next song, was a collaboration with uh, Stewart that came out of a jam in some of the early sessions. Drummer John Bonham wrote the introduction, which came, which came from his introduction came from a jamming around on the, with the intro to Little Richard's Little Richard's Keep a Keep a Knockin'. Keep a knockin', but you can't come in. No, um, so that was uh that was very good. That's a very popular song as well. Any comments on those first two songs? Uh, from Black Dog is probably one of my top ten songs of all time. Oh, Favorite yes. to so, uh, and it being the first one on the album, what a great way to kick off an album. That first song, you're like, okay, the bar is set pretty high. Let's see what happens. And yes. the album kind of holds up too. It's, uh, you know, my wife mentions a lot too. A lot of Led Zeppelin songs are, are they're known for song titles that don't track uh, what's in the song or reference right. the song, right. or nothing part of the chorus at all. It's just random titles versus songs. And that's one of those Black Dog. Yeah. Very good. Now, The Battle of Evermore, the third song, written by Page, Jimmy Page, uh, on the mandolin that he borrowed from John Paul Jones. And this was inspired, lyrics inspired by a book he was reading about the Scottish Independence Wars. So it talks about a particular battle. Now, Sandy Denny appears on this. Do you have any information on this? Uh, no. Sandy Denny is the only female vocalist to appear in a Led Zeppelin song anywhere. And oh, wow. it's during the chorus on this song. Only female voice to be heard on any Led Zeppelin recording. Did not know that. So, that is pretty good. Now, following up is Stairway to Heaven. Everyone knows this, but yep. mainly written by Jimmy Page once again. Yeah. Uh, John Bonham's distinctive drums don't make it, don't even come in until halfway through the song. Yeah, that's and the odd plays, part of that, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, he, he's known for very uh, playing very heavy, heavy drums and really good on this song once again, but not at the beginning at all. Many people Side have recovered Stairway to Heaven and all but one have failed. 
Um, I, I agree with that. I think we've mentioned this before uh, at the Kennedy Center Honors, and they put Zeppelin in there. Ann Wilson's version of Stairway to Heaven. Spot on. Yeah, that is that is one of the best. A lot of people try to cover it, but it's it's not – I don't like it as a cover song. No, Ann, yeah. Ann Wilson does it, of course. It's great. Yep. But she did more of the so truth in there that day, yeah. Exactly. Now, the first four songs are good songs, popular songs. Side two – are really the good deep tracks. Misty Mountain Hop was written while at the cottage there and featured John Paul Jones playing electric piano. And Plant wrote the lyrics about dealing with the clash between students and police over drug possession. And the title comes from the Tolkien book, The Hobbit. Yep. Now that's very interesting. I did not know the, the tie-in with that as far as Misty Mountain Hop. Um, the clash between students and police in this time, um, uh, perhaps, you know, Kent State kind of a thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going on at the time um, without making it sports and songs and politics for sure. There was a lot of that going on at colleges at the time. I don't know per se if it was Kent State or not. It was an influence. But yeah. There was a lot of that going on at the time. Those, those pesky kids doing things, you know. And... Yep. Now, this, the next song on side two is Four Sticks. Uh, also takes its title from John Bonham playing the drum pattern that runs throughout the song with four drumsticks. Uh, I'm going to have to do some re I'm gonna have yeah. to do some research and additional research on this because I never knew that either. I like the song, of course. I love John Bonham. We'll have to get a little Palin and have him help us on that one, Four Sticks. Yes, Um it, you know, it, the track was difficult to rec record compared to the other material on the album, requiring numerous takes. I could only imagine. Yeah. Um, Going to California is the next song. Another very good song here, a deep uh, the track. It's a quiet acoustic number written by Plant and Page about Californian earthquakes and also trying to find the perfect woman. The music was inspired by Joni Mitchell. Did you, did you have this in your notes, Andy? I did. I knew Joni Mitchell had something to do with the song. Um, I don't know if it was, I couldn't remember if it was writing or inspiration or something like that, but I remember she had something to do with the song. I, I remember hearing that a long time ago. I couldn't remember what it was, though. Yeah, the, the working track for this was called Guide, Guide to California. Then they said Going. Let's name it Going to California. And finally, one of my favorites, they did a cover song, Andy, When the Levee Breaks comes from a blues song recorded yep. by Memphis Minnie and Kansas Joe McCoy back in 1929. It's coming up on 100 years old, this song. Yep, great song. Excellent song. Um, I always thought it related back to, I, I remember the, the New Orleans Hurricane Katrina, the levees breaking and whatnot. Very interesting. And... <laughs> So this was 19, a cover song from 1929. Uh, John Bonham, some very heavy, heavy drums again. Yeah. Other songs. Now, when they're out there at the cottage, they recorded Down by the Seaside, Night Flight, and Boogie with Stew. Uh, but those were included four years later on the double album Physical Graffiti. I didn't I didn't know that. So they were recorded back then. They were saved and, and uh, put on that following 
following album. Now, what have you got for the uh, the symbols? Uh, uh, I remember Jimmy Page is, how they all kind of came up with their own symbol, kind of. I don't know if it was supposed to be their name or their personality or something like that. And that kind of went with the album cover. Now, of course, the the record company company was strongly against this. They said you can't. It's going to be way hard to send to to push an album out there with no title and just symbols. And so they another move they said without having it uh, without any any written information on the album they said was contrary to strong advice given to Jimmy Page by the press agent who says that after taking a year off from both records and touring the move would be similar to professional suicide to release an album with no cover uh, no title no verbiage no no written language at all in there he says we got a lot of faith in what we're doing just go with it now, keep in mind, hindsight is twenty twenty, Andy, and this went on to sell twenty four million records in the U.S. alone. And you know, Zoltan they... didn't have the stroke that either to say we're not putting a title on this. They weren't yep. what they are today. You know, they it was their fourth album coming off a bad one. They didn't have that stroked up and say that. So that was really ballsy. It's uh, Jimmy Page has the uh, the phrase on his uh, on his symbol that he chose. Uh, has a kind of a Zoso in it. And many people call this either the the fourth album, Led Zeppelin Four, the untitled album, or the Zoso album. Um, have you heard it called anything other than that, maybe? Just four, or Led Zeppelin Four is what I've always heard it as, or referred to it as, too. Now, on the front of the album, the album cover is a 19th century rustic oil painting on the front. They purchased it from an antique shop in Reading, Berkshire, by Jimmy uh, Robert Plant, and so they they took that and um, tied that in, affixed it to the internal papered wall of a partly demolished suburban house for the photograph to be taken, and that's what you see right there on your screen. That is the image that was taken for this cover of the album. Uh, one of the best. Some people love this. I think it's very good. Um, we love good album covers. Oh yeah. And the inside illustration entitled The Hermit um, is also mentioned. So they released this album, 1971. This was November. And critical reception received overwhelming praise from the critics. Um, in 2000, Led Zeppelin IV was named the 26th greatest British album in the list in a list by Q Magazine. In 2002, Spin Magazine calls it the second greatest metal album of all time. Mm. And, and it was the, uh, the most famous hard rock album ever recorded. And so this has got some big, big information. A lot, lot of, you know, it's got to be in everyone, everyone's collection. Yep. It's got to be, it's one of those that you just have to own. The personnel, of course, is John Bonham, drums, John Paul Jones, bass jimmy page guitar robert plant vocals but uh basically this is a jimmy page baby he does the the you know a lot of the production a lot of the various different instruments sandy denny appears on that battle of evermore and ian stewart plays the piano on the song rock and roll so once again uh, excellent excellent album 
Um, I'm going to have to go back, Andy, for the homework and listen to a couple of these songs that would have heard as far as that duet from, from Sandy Denny. Yes. And that is a good trivia question. The only female track laid down by a female on anything that Led Zeppelin has ever done. Now, that's not that uncommon because we just did an album review uh, a few weeks weeks back where that's also the same thing. Many of these are men, uh, male-dominated rock bands that there wouldn't be any women recording on them um, at all. But uh, there are a few here and there um, hidden in there like this uh, track here on the Battle of Evermore. It used to be an old Scottish war. Right. And Zeppelin's music has always been, and I know I've used this reference before, but it's just a great sit back, relax, and listen to music. Oh, sorry, Betty Lou enjoyed what you said, though. Yeah, and it's and I like this. It's 42 minutes. It's eight songs. That's it. Yeah. That's like cover song, seven originals, no long ballads, no instrumentals. It's uh, very five a song. There you go. Yep. It's basically Jimmy Page. And after this, they came out with Houses of the Holy um, two years later. But this, once again, 24 times platinum in the U.S. alone, but sold worldwide. It sold 37 million copies. And wow, that's all I've got. All right, I got a couple things. If you want to, you've got some notes. You've got some notes. Um, notes. A part called. Andy's there we go. I'm kind of touching on some of the stuff you brought up already. There is Ian Stewart. Um, Ian Andrew Robert Stewart. Known mostly for working with and starting and forming the Rolling Stones. Um, he's one of the big keys to get the Stones going. Uh, Scottish keyboard player and co-founder of the Rolling Stones. He was removed from the lineup May of 63 at the request of manager Andrew Olam, who felt that he did not fit into the band's image. He remained as road manager and pianist for over two decades until his death. He was part of the band when they put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame they insisted he be part of that in 89. So a few songs in for piano, he still came out and did that part, but he wasn't quote-unquote part of the band anymore. Uh, he contributed to the Stones 83 Undercover and was present during the 85 recording of Dirty Work which was released in 86. Um, early 85 he began having respiratory problems. On 12 December he went to a clinic to have the problem examined and suffered a massive heart attack and died in the waiting room at the age of 47. So that's kind of kind of scary there. Um, you're, you're a doctor in the waiting room and wow. Um, in his 2010 autobiography, Keith Life, Keith Richards says, Ian Stewart, I am still working for him. To me, the Rolling Stones is his band. Without his knowledge and organization, we'd have been nowhere. So... He's very loved and respected by the rest of the band still to that day. So the Boogie with Stu. And that yeah. uh, go back and listen to that if you can. That's once again on Physical Graffiti by Zeppelin. Some new album releases coming up. ZZ Top has a new one coming out with tracks that are recorded by the late bassist Dusty Hill. Interesting. So their new stuff, some of that bass stuff will have Dusty on it still, which is kind of neat. Also, Pearl Jam. Hope to have a new album out in 2024. But again, like I said earlier, I don't want to turn this into sports and songs and politics. So take that for what it's worth. If you're into Pearl Jam, to me, same members, but like we talked about before, they kind of changed 
over the years. Yeah, I will not be reviewing this one or purchasing it. Yeah, it's not. There's a lot of fans out there. Yeah, Pro I'm Jam not going to hang out in front of the music land to get that one. No, no, no. KK Downing's KK's Priest is announcing their second album. Uh, KK was part of Jews Priest, or was an ugly split. Um, I think they're they all kind of get along a little bit. It's a lot got to do with financial and stuff, but KK Priest, KK's Priest. Good first album, second album coming out soon. So if you like his stuff, early priest stuff, mm, interesting. It's a, it's a get. D. Snyder said that D is not shy of the microphone or the typewriter when it comes to blogging and writing stuff. So uh, with some of the political stuff coming out, new states saying they don't allow drag queens or drag laws. He says we wouldn't be allowed to perform in certain states due to drag laws. Okay, D, I love you, brother. This isn't a soapbox, but I'm just gonna say it. You guys dragged up, dressed up in drag for attention, just like a lot of the way the drags do now, my opinion. A lot of bands at that time were doing it. So that's part of your costume in the theater. That's different than them just walking on the streets and going to school and reading books. You'd be allowed to play D. Now get off your soapbox is mine. Get off. Yeah, that's it. We're talking two different yeah, yeah. subjects. You're, yeah. you're in a theatrical performance. That's one thing. Theirs is to go out and do their thing, so... Just relax, D. Rob Zombie coming up this weekend at Mystic Lake with Filter. So if you're down in Mystic Lake this weekend, be careful. Wow. Other bands coming up at Medina. Tom Kiefer with LA Guns coming up in just about 10 days. 10 days? 12 days? A week and a half? It's coming up soon, July 22nd, depending when you listen to this. Yeah, we don't like to uh, announce our upcoming album reviews, Andy, but that LA Guns, um, yeah, Black Diamonds album is going to be part of our review here in the next couple weeks. All right, ACDC's Thunderstruck tribute band, Friday, October 13th, also at the Mystic Lake with them pesky kids opening up. Now, you will be there signing will, autographs, yes, yes. I will be there. Bring your own Sharpie. I'll sign Bring whatever. Sharpie. Just, I'll just tell you right now, gals, the wife will be there, so let's keep it decent, all right? Throttle it back. Keep it professional. Bohemian Queen, a Queen tribute band. There's a lot of them out there. No guest, October 20th. Queen's got a lot of songs, so kind of hard to have an opening act for that. Now, where is this at? This is Stoke Medina. We're Stoke Medina for all this. All right, awesome. Speaking of, coming up October 28th at Medina, the Rolling Stoners and Zed Leplin. We just talked about the Stones and Zeppelin, so there you go. And as those of you who've watched and listened to the show before, we did not plan this. Yeah, that's interesting. We do this, and his album review is news to me as we go on. So, Well, it would be good to hear both of those. You don't hear a lot of Rolling Stones cover bands or Zeppelin cover bands at all, and to see them both yep. on a single night. On the stage, that would be very interesting. Yes. Catch a Ian Stewart mix between the two there. Our friends Def Legend are coming back November 3rd with Heartless. Now, those of you who saw him last time like we did, you go, oh, man, Heartless is opening again. Well, folks, a little inside secret. It's the same agency. So, yeah, it's going to be the same bands. And you follow other bands when they come up, they usually have the same opener a lot of times too. Just saying. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah, that's still that's a very good show. They're that. both very good bands. If you make it November 3rd, I highly recommend it. Coming up at the X, Lionel Richie with Earth, Wind, and Fire, August 4th. We mentioned that one came out. Still there if you're into – I'm into that type of music. I'm not going, but that yeah. would kind of go. August 7th, Nickelback with Bradley Gilbert, also at the X. I remember we talked about this when it came out too because – Bradley Gilbert is all what would be considered a country artist today. So there's some of these bands that are kind of crossing over on their tours. It's kind of cool. So we'll see. And also a Josh Ross. I have no idea what a Josh Ross is. So sorry. Hmm. St. Croix Casino this weekend. Almost Cooper. Alice Cooper tribute. Free for all ages. So if you're other side of the river there in Wisconsin, go check them out. Good shows. Interesting. Slash has said that he will resume touring with Slash featuring the Miles Kennedy, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators in January. Um, Slash is still fishing up the Guns N' Roses stuff. I've, I've, I'm a big fan of Miles Kennedy and the Contributors and Contributors along with Slash there, that group. I've heard them. Their fourth album they called Four. A lot of people did. Thanks as Led Zeppelin. Um, Miles Kennedy, big fan of his. I am. Highly recommend you catch these guys. Yeah, you'd mentioned that in the past. I haven't um, listened to Mr. Miles Kennedy yet, but I've heard good things. You have not gotten a hint when I keep mentioning it all the time. I don't. I, I just can't take a hint. I got to just yeah, I guess. work on it. Maybe this weekend. Yeah, something to do. Yeah. Coming up, maybe by Christmas you can do that. Volbeat has a new album coming out. Actually, it's their third album they're re-releasing. And they're doing it in multiple colors there on vinyl. They're doing it on vinyl, Dan. Oh, interesting. Volbeat, um, newer band, but kind of an 80s sound. Very cool band. I like them a lot. As you can tell, they're not from here by their website, volbeat.dk. Okay. Uh, very good band, very good sound. Highly recommended. Coming out June 30th, which was a couple weeks ago. Check them out. And that, sir, is what I got. Yeah, so Volbeat's kind of a um, – they sound 80s-ish, but they're not, in my opinion. So they're still cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, foreign bands, so it's kind of like listening to Europe or you know Scorpion, stuff like that. So the different color uh, of the album, is that just kind of a collect them all? Just um, something to do. Just a money grab. Yeah. You know. We've seen some bands do that in the past with different variety of things. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly it's popular with – Magazine covers, you know, the upcoming issue of Sports Illustrated has four different covers, you know. I think, in my opinion, this is just me having too much time on my hands thinking about this. It's nice having the five different albums like that because you can't buy a concert ticket and save anymore. It's all electronic on your phone. Yeah, that's a good point. It replaces saving all your concert ticket stubs or concert stubs. You get the different albums or the re-released albums got different stuff in it. Like Rat did their anniversary on all the Atlantic Year stuff. Now back then, yes, I had ticket stuff, but again, today you don't, you can't get one. It's something tangible that you can hold in your hands, at least. Something to show the kids. Little Volbeat. Well, the concerts coming up are good. It's this time of year is fun with the outdoor shows, the amphitheater types of shows. Yep. Uh, Good time to take in some uh, rock shows and some rock music. So leave your questions and comments and uh, suggestions and recommendations and requests in the comments section below. Yep. And 
a lot more concerts than what I talked about. Just check out our social media pages on Facebook and that you'll see them all popping and sharing over there. Awesome. All right. That's all I got for this week. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. See ya.